Hey there, and welcome back to the Grip Tape Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Garibaldi, Grip Tape alumni and Youth Leadership Board member. For those of you who don't know, Grip Tape is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that gives $500 grants to youth with the lack of resources to help them explore their passions in 10 weeks through their signature learning challenge. And so today I have a Grip Tape alumni with me, Micah. So do you want to say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello. Yes, um, it's Micah. Um, I'm a 16-year-old junior from a small town in western Colorado. Cool. Yeah, I'm a junior too, so we're going to have that familiarity there. We love that. (laughs) Yes, we love juniors. Junior representation. Okay. So thank you for introducing yourself. So, Micah, your learning challenge was about quilting, right? So Mm -hmm. can you kind of uh, walk me through what you did through the challenge in regards to quilting and how you kind of used the grant money there? Yeah, so I started out with a a whole schedule of kind of what I wanted to do week by week with quilting. Um, Spoiler alert, it was way too much and I had no idea that quilting would take as much time as it did. But yeah, essentially my goals were to just work on quilting and through that process of trial and error, learn a lot about it and how to quilt. And I also wanted to sort of find as many new quilting resources as I could. So in terms of like you know, websites or YouTube channels or people in my community who know how to quilt or books and use that grip tape support to find those resources so that I could continue learning um, after my challenge was done. That's awesome. Yeah. And do you have any recommendations for like YouTube channels or books or what were your favorite resources that you found throughout the process? Honestly, I got a lot more out of the interactions I had with people um, that actually knew how to quilt than I did with YouTube channels. Um, So I did find a couple, I don't remember the names of them, but mainly I just, um, I found a very small little boutique quilting store that had, I got to know a lot of people who worked there and who loved quilting and learned about that. There's a woman in my community who I've known sort of as an acquaintance for a while and I learned that she was a quilter and so I've gone to her house a couple times and she's come to mine and we've talked about quilting and I just sort of learned that It's so much easier to learn a craft when you're learning from someone who actually knows how to do it and you can ask questions to and sort of get very specific feedback rather than trying to find that exact little answer on the internet. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. It's so much more different, like a learning from someone in person rather than like through a screen because there's that kind of barrier. You don't really know what you're doing. So it's really cool to do it in real time. And I think a lot of people have experienced that, not just with quilting, but just like with learning things in general, you know, it's just a whole different vibe. So yeah, I definitely agree there. And so you said you make like this uh, schedule uh, to make a quilt. So what kind of designs did you make uh, throughout your challenge? Do you have like any favorites that you made, like any colors that you worked with or just anything? that you uh, enjoyed making in the process the thing I'm most proud about is I made a like a a full blanket quilt uh, that wasn't just a wall hanging for my little baby cousin Um, it had a really cool swoopy wave pattern that was really fun and involved a lot of math and puzzling and it was a whole gradient of blues which through this learning challenge I've learned that my favorite color is blue and it's like by far the best, the best color. So now I really love blue. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we're at. I discovered some really, I sort of played around with different quilting techniques. I tried some hand quilting or hand piecing. I haven't actually tried any hand quilting yet and some different patterns. All of them were kind of a different way to go about sewing pieces of quilts together. It's kind of hard to explain, but Yeah, I just sort of played around with a lot of stuff. But my favorite thing was 
a very cool wave pattern that looks sort of 3D-ish and it's blue and I love that. Yeah, and it's so cute. That's so adorable. I love like the little, making little blankets and stuff. I love that. Yeah, and it's also like useful because it's not like you're gonna use it throughout your life, and it's like a good color. You know, it has a lot of uses. So we love that. So um, yeah, and so you said that there was like different uh, methods of quilting that you use. So which one do you think that you like uh, struggled the most with, and which one do you think was your favorite or the one that uh, stood out to you the most? The one that I struggle with the most is sort of the way to quilt, which involves making half square triangles. You have a lot of triangles that you can make very cool patterns out of. So you can make stars or flowers or whatever. But I learned that making triangles is really hard and ridiculously tedious. And so I kind of, I really love a lot of different kinds of quilting, but I like the sort of rote process that isn't ridiculously hard and making these little teeny tiny squares and triangles over and over again was just really difficult and didn't really it wasn't very fulfilling and didn't really um it was just really hard and not in a fun challenging way and more of a annoying pestering way <laughs> um so that's my least favorite I think I don't really have a favorite kind of quilting because I just really enjoy the process and I like discovering new things so I think I don't I don't think I've found my favorite way to go about it yet awesome well yeah and I think that sounds like very just kind of like not painful but again like you said tedious just to kind of go and I imagine it involves like a lot of like geometry and things like that so it, it can get pretty complicated people okay quilting is not easy so <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about this um how did you first become interested in quilting like was it from a family member or from somebody else or how'd you get uh, start getting involved in that so throughout my whole life I've done a bit of sewing um, it's just sort of something that I've done a little bit each year, all the way from whenever I was, for as long as I can remember. But I recently have learned more about my family's history with quilting. On both my mom's and my dad's side, I have some really talented quilters that have made really cool stuff. And like just last year, I discovered a hundred year old quilt that oh, wow. my grandpa had from his mother. And it was completely hand-stitched, the entire thing. And it was, like, that was really cool. And then on my mom's side, her mom and her mom's mom and her mom's mom moms have all made quilts. And so I just really wanted to learn more about it and continue that that line. Because it's such a, it's it's a fun moment to discover when you have something to pass on in your family and something sort of a legacy that you get to continue. Yeah, definitely. That's so interesting. It's like a family tradition, kind of like passed on. And you kind of have like those, like almost like heirlooms that you get to like look back on and see like, oh, this is like something that was uh, from this many years ago. I think that's really interesting. I don't think, yeah, I don't think my family has anything like that. So that's really special. And so I'm glad that you're able to like keep that going and kind of contribute in that way. I love that. Okay. So um, <laughs> yeah. also on the more uh, technical aspect of the grip tape challenge, just like not technical in like uh, doing things, but just in how it works. Um, you had a mentor called a champion to help you along the way. So how do you think your champion helped you throughout this process? Yeah. So um, my, my champion mainly helped me with sort of processing my challenge and the challenges that I faced while I was quilting. Um, I was really busy this summer and ended up not having as much time as I'd have liked to quilt. I had to adjust my goals a lot and sort of work within my limits um, with quilting and she helped me with those goals and sort of reassuring me and just helping me out. And the, the most 
the best part about it was just having someone who wasn't connected to it or didn't know anything about quilting to just sort of talk through and there wasn't any sort of expectations or strings attached. She created a space to help me process things and that definitely helped me feel more positive about my challenge and my what I could accomplish. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to have that kind of like reassurance and support system going on there. So yeah, and I was the same way. This summer, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna have so much time. And then pff, like, all these deadlines came up. So I totally feel you there. So um, now uh, looking back on your challenge, what do you think is the most uh, important thing you've learned? Or what's kind of like your tech takeaway from the experience? I learned that whenever I put too much pressure on myself, I end up not being especially around productivity, I end up being like less productive and having less fun. So it sort of gave me a starting point to try and figure out how to just lower expectations of myself and let myself learn and grow and accomplish things in my own, on my own terms. And, you know, whenever I have the passion and drive to do things, work on those things. And then if I'm feeling really not psyched about stuff, just allowing myself to like let things go and do whatever. And um, I've been trying to apply it to school recently, which has been a battle, but I think it's helping and working <laughs> a bit. And um, I'm just having, I'm trying to have more fun with things rather than feel bad about what I don't get done. Because in the end, it's about having fun in life and like being okay. And whenever we, it doesn't matter what we accomplish if we didn't like the process. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Wise words from Micah, everyone. But um, yeah, definitely. I think that the things that we end up remembering at the end in life is about like the process and the fun we had in the process, not so much, oh, the things that we accomplished. So I think that's a really important lesson. It can definitely be applied to like school, to life, or to just anything else. That's really, really valuable. And so um, at, looking back again at this process um, and your wonderful quilting adventures, uh, do you think you'll uh, keep doing quilting projects in the future and if so for like what reasons like for personal reasons to kind of learn more or how do you see yourself doing that in the future um i definitely want to continue quilting it's one of my favorite activities to do and it my favorite thing about it is giving gifts to people it's just a like creating quilts for other people is such a good way to just pour love into something and intention and um i really really like doing that and so I want to continue making quilts for people that I care about and just having fun while I do it because I don't have very much downtime in my life but I struggle to enjoy it most of the time and quilting is a relatively low stress activity that like is really fun and so I want to keep working on quilting just for my own sanity and for the love of others. I love that. Yes, you're kind of giving back to others. That honestly seems like such a like a cute birthday present too. They kind of like, oh, you get a little quilt. It's very unique. It's not just like a random thing you got from the dollar store. It's cute. So yes, we love that. And so um, I'm curious to know, I don't know if you've seen those interviews that are like underrated, overrated, or appropriately rated, but um, <laughs> I, I want to know your thoughts on quilting. So what do you think? If Is it underrated? Is it overrated? Uh, is it appropriately rated? And do you think more people should be part of it? It's a hard question to uh, answer because it's no one talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. You're right. But you're right. yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's just an amazing thing to do that's really fun, and I hope that people can discover it and love it. I think it's appropriately rated by the more elderly community because they often have more time to pour into quilting, and so 
I don't, you know, not all 16-year-olds need to be making quilts, but I think it's definitely a great thing to do if you have a lot of time and have, just want to be really creative, because it's, it sort of encompasses a lot of fun things, like gifts for others, and um, math, and comfiness, and sort of all the random things that we all kind of love. It brings it in, so definitely try quilting for sure. Yeah, definitely. We love that answer. So yeah, great uh, answer to that. And so before we go, because unfortunately this episode is coming to a sad close, uh, is there any kind of social media or website that you want to give a shameless little self-plug to? Not really. I'm sort of a bookworm and don't do much social okay yeah no problem i'm the same way i we just have like a podcast instagram but overall i just kind of like lurking but i'm not really like an active user so yeah no worries there well thank you so much for coming on the show today micah and thank you for our listeners to tuning into this episode as always make sure to follow the grip tape podcast at at grip tape podcast for updates on our episodes opportunities for youth and more i'll see you next time and have a great day